All right, let's get into it. Well, welcome to episode number 66 of Starting the Conversation. Always forget the episode number, have to <laughs> double check. Um, I'm your permanent co-host, Alice Benham, here with this week's co-host, Sasha. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. I was going to go for a last name and then I realised I didn't know what it was. So Do you know what, I, I don't stopped. like my last I feel like that's, okay, fine. Guys, my last name is Gupta, Sasha Gupta. <laughs> There you we don't go. have to share it. Well, it feels like it's silly to not share it, but I just, I don't like it, which is an awful thing to say, but I just don't, mm-hmm. it sounds funny to me. Fair enough. Okay. People would probably know you as your business name as well. Uh, yep. So my business is Cheeky Zebra. We are at CheekyZebra.com on Instagram. Is that right? I'm asking you like you know. Uh, yes, sure. I think it is. Yeah, because when I went to write your business name this morning, I was like, is .com the business name? And then I checked your website and I was like, no. No, it's called Cheeky Zebra. I called my website. It's like moonpig.com that's not a thing is it oh yeah it's pig.com oh yeah so it's to try and make people like go on the website yeah Um, cheekyzebra.com boom there we go we've written your written your jingle there i like that nice well we're going to start the podcast off with chatting about your responses your me i'm saying you mean their responses (laughs) it's always weird isn't it because it's just us having a chit chat in a hotel room which again sounds seedy but there are people listening and i feel like we should acknowledge them I feel like that's good. Yeah, and obviously last week's episode, which was with Josh, again in a hotel room. I'm really making a thing out you of this. You sound awful right now, like an awful human being. <laughs> and the thing is, I hadn't met both of you before. So it's not like I'm doing this with people I know. Yeah, so this is the first time I've ever met Alice, and she drags me into a very seedy hotel room. It's not even nice, in the nicest way. Like, we're in the Premier Inn in yeah, Birmingham. I mean, like it could be worse. Oh, no, it definitely could be worse, but it is quite seedy. Oh, yeah, 100%. But I, I vetted you. We did a Skype call. I got some recommendations off of other people. So I knew you weren't like... A killer. Mental. Good. You could still be a killer. We'll wait for that. Um, (laughs) Back to the point. Last week's episode with Josh in the hotel room was obviously talking about dealing with the internal and external noise when you're starting something new when you're running a business. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's something that everyone can relate to at every stage. And what I thought was funny was I asked over on Instagram because I feel like the noise from friends and family is one that is just so blimmin' annoying and hard to navigate. Yeah. People's opinions, people's questions. So I asked over on Instagram what the most annoying comments from friends and family were. Oh my God, amazing. For people starting their businesses. So I thought, I'm going to read a few favourites out. That's so Gauge good. your response. Okay, go. See if you agree. I'm excited. See if you think the same things. Okay. So let me go from the top. Number one. Mm-hmm. Oh, this would be a good one for you. But you have such a good job. Aren't you happy with that? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I got lawyer. that a lot. Well, no, okay, let's let's prefix that. I wasn't a lawyer. I was a paralegal, which is like being a lawyer's bitch. Oh, okay. But they offered me the opportunity to do a training contract, which is like the next thing to then go be a lawyer. Okay. Um. But, uh, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. yeah. Next one. Oh, this one's come up a lot. Get a proper job. Ooh. I don't think I've had that one, but maybe people are just thinking it and not saying it. Yeah, people have definitely thought that about you. You're a digital coach. (laughs) (laughs) Do you just talk about Instagram all day? I don't understand. Do you even pay yourself? Slash, when are you going to start paying yourself? Ooh! Do you know what I find crazy is that people think that when you start your own business, they're suddenly allowed to ask you about your finances. Mm -hmm. Like, when was the last time if somebody had a a proper job, you would be like, what's your salary? Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah, you don't do but that. But if you say you set your own business, how much profit you make today? Yeah. It's like, uh, excuse me. Or oh, my favourite thing, just looking people's up on company's house. <laughs> um, that's why I'm glad I'm not limited yet, because no one can do that. But Also, I don't. are those accurate? I don't really understand what that figure actually means. Oh, uh, see, I did an accountancy course. 
Okay, so, so what like does it them. does it mean like money in the bank? What does that even mean? Well, it just shows different things like the assets and the. Ooh, I don't I'll, feel I'll like I'm doing this properly. Yeah, I'll send do. you over like a key, and then you can have a look. Um, oh, someone said friends and family often ask how my little thing is going. Oh. I've been full time for five years. She needs a new family. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's awful Cut them out. but people do call it like a, a hobby or a a little do you know what i mean yeah but I feel it's like a five-year hobby yeah that's awful intense. um you work too much eh, i don't mind that one that much because it's like fair See, it's a compliment yeah like i probably yeah, I do, do. You but i'm gonna work harder yeah. jill. Um, <laughs> Poor jill when are you gonna make time for us someone said i feel like that's that's a harsh one Meh, it depends like we don't know the situation what if they're like two kids at home and right you're really reading into these <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> okay yeah fine maybe I'll that one a bit personally <laughs> i mean you can have an opinion i don't just i whitewash people like no excuse me you gotta have my opinion so it's loud um this is an opposite one to one we've already had of <laughs> said weird I, words there i'm with you right go yeah why are you having a day off shouldn't you be working oh i like that though that's a mm. secret hustle into shape thing like your friends, mm. what they want you to win, maybe. I like that one. Oh, okay. Do you think Take that's mean? A, I, mm, shouldn't you be working? I don't know. I feel like people just don't get it a lot of the time. Fair. Is what we can probably draw from a lot of these things. Let me see if there's any others that I like. I like this one. Warning me of obstacles slash issues before even considering the fact that I might know my business better than them. Oh my God, this happens all the time. <laughs> That's my favourite thing is when people that don't understand our businesses go, but have you thought about this? And it's like, yes, Carol, I have thought about that. Like all Idiot. night, every night for the rest of... Yeah, as though they've solved you like a huge problem yeah. as well. Like, well, nailed it. <laughs> Thanks, mate. It's like, thank you so much. That is absolutely everything I needed. Um, oh, this is one of my favourites. Can you call the electric company for me whilst you're at home today? Because uh, do you get that? I get that all the time with my family. Of like, yeah. Are you in for my delivery? Can you take the dog out? Can you empty the dishwasher? Can you quickly just do that thing whilst you're at home because you've obviously got some spare time? Yeah, I get a little bit of that. And mm-hmm. I get that one. Oh, mm-hmm. I've, I've, oh it's also sticky. Mm-hmm. It's a bit sticky. It there was a sticky. lot, a lot around like, get a real job. Have you made any money <laughs> <real> yet? <laughs> That's kind of <laughs> the main gist under all of these. And also an interesting one, which is a positive one. Um, well, positive or negative, who knows? Uh, you're doing so well. I'm so jealous of you. That's actually really sweet and honest, that potentially. Is sweet and honest. Yeah. No, I think, no, I stick by, yeah, I think, no, no, potentially. I think that's really sweet and honest. That's a kind one. Well, some interesting response. Have you got any that for you are like, oh my gosh, I'm just, when friends and family say this? I'm just racking my brains. Um, So I went through like a weird like stop start journey. So I kind of had like a few times of like, I'm going to do this. And then it's like, oh shit, it's not working. I'll go back to real work. So one of the worst things that somebody said to me, well, it wasn't, it was just somebody that like I knew from like home and they were like, oh so you're still doing that card thing that's so cute and I was like so oh cute. my god I hate you <laughs> Yeah. you're just like yeah you just don't want to say do you, do you know just what? like I okay. think I'm such an idiot because I was like I just I'd always like this like I'm always just if in that situation you're just too polite so just like uh-huh, yeah yeah I am yeah old. who knows how it'll go like mm. just so it's like I took the mic out of myself it's like why yeah why don't you just hit her yeah <laughs> maybe you will hit me maybe, maybe I will and um, one of the other things I always like to ask people what their thoughts on one of the quick fire questions mm-hmm. um, and last week's one because I always try and pick a would you rather that's going to really split people down the middle Yeah. and the first couple from the first couple of quick fire question rounds did do that this one was a bit more weighted so I asked people would you rather write 100 captions or apply to 100 emails now 
I mean, I'm speaking as if my Instagram audience is a conclusive measure of people's thoughts, but we're going to take it as truth. It's science. Um, it is science. 64% said they'd rather do 100 emails and 36% 100 captions. Where do you sit? Oh, I like a good caption. Do you? I like a good long chat. Okay, so a couple of people's reasonings for picking what they picked. Um, people who prefer emails said, you know what you need to say. It's pretty obvious because you've just got to reply to the email. Um, it's a potential sale, which I thought was a bit of a wanky way of looking at it. I mean... But if it is, then that's probably better than a... Yeah, I think I was more just thinking, would you or rather you think sit... in general? Yeah, it's, I don't think there's anything very exciting going on in either of these two camps. You're just having to do the thing. Oh, okay, fine. Um, but that was a valid point. Um, and the main consensus from people who put emails were, I hate writing captions. Captions are hard. I never know what to talk about. I hate them. Oh. And then the people that picked captions, one person said, which I thought was fair, they feel like they're making a bigger impact with their captions and it's a bit more of a personal conversation with people. Which yeah. Which I would kind of get. I relate to that. Mm. And then people also said they feel like they can be more creative with their captions and they enjoy that aspect more than they do with emails. So where do you stand? Well, I said with Josh, I picked a quick fire question that I didn't really want to answer because I do you like... Do them both? Yeah, I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> I hate emails like with, from the pits of my life and heart and soul and stomach because I just hate them they just really annoy me but then also people if you do want to email me please do email me don't feel like I do. <laughs> um but I also kind of don't think my Instagram captions would be very effective if I had to write a hundred at once because I feel like I've only got about one idea at a time okay I'm with you me? yeah there's so many levels to this question there is that's the point of them they make you think they, they do who knew a simple would you rather would cause so much would cause so much thought. havoc exactly so yeah thoughts on last week's episode did you enjoy it Any i thoughts? really enjoyed it it was my first episode of listening to you guys you like that. you plus josh so you guys. plus co someone yeah. no i really really enjoyed it um i'm gonna be listening more i love that i love the format i think it's I, like this sounds fake but i mean it like <laughs> i realize i'm saying it sound... to say this yeah no i really enjoyed it and i think that what's nice about it is you pick up on topics and after I'd listened to it, like when I was getting the train this morning, I found myself thinking about some of the things that were brought up in the episode, which I thought was quite nice. I love that. That's why it's good starting the conversation. Oh yeah, you taught me about boundaries. Yeah. And how I need to implement some right now into my social media. <laughs> Can I just say, after, so obviously one of the quickfire questions was about um, what we don't share within our personal brand. And I was talking about how one of the things that I don't share, not really because I think I've got stalkers, but more just for my sake, I don't really talk about where I live, which actually I didn't justify, but my main reason for not talking about where I live is because you know when people know you live in, say, Birmingham, mm-hmm. where we are right now, and then they'll text you and go, I'm in Birmingham this week for work let's grab a drink or let's grab a coffee. Oh, okay. I am very selfish and like everything to be on my terms. So the thought of someone coming to my town, passing through and then reaching out to me and saying, shall we do X, Y, Z? I can't say no, but I wouldn't want to do it, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So that was my reason. But what, what Sasha told me before we hit record is that after hearing that, you went through all of your Instagram <laughs> I completely panicked and removed any point where you'd re- written where you live. Yeah, literally. Because <laughs> I referenced it quite a lot and then I panicked and I was like oh god someone's gonna stab me in the eye in a ditch and so I literally I was like it was late so I was really like panicky and I just kind of deleted a whole bunch of posts and I woke up and I was like I probably didn't need to do such a dramatic reaction it's just such a big response to such a minor part of that episode (laughs) but that's exactly what I love about that yeah it was potentially life-changing so good yeah anyway next section of the podcast highlow Okay. You know how this works. Talk about our low. Talk about our high. Let's start with the low. Where are we at? Uh, I'm in a bit of a 
weird stage at the moment like with my business so for we did father's day and we did facebook ads for the first time Mm -hmm. and my business exploded we were doing about 500 orders a day which is is madness it's actual insanity it wasn't for like a long run of days it was like 10 two weeks 10 days two weeks and yeah but that's a lot like it physically 10 days of 500 cards a day yeah it basically broke my business my family every person i've ever met in my life like i had an indian sweatshirt it was awful like it was (laughs) it wasn't awful that sounds awful like it was it was the best thing that could have ever happened but simultaneously like awful um and so off the back of that it's amazing because it means like i definitely want to do more facebook ads and spend more money and grow but it made me realize that we can't cope so at the moment i'm doing a lot of boring stuff in terms Uh. of like trying to get us to a point where we can cope and it's just really frustrating because you've got to wait on other people and other companies mm. and you just kind of, I feel like I'm in this weird trench of just in between mm. frustration. I feel that. So I think- It's I like growing pains, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly that. Um, so I just got really frustrated with that recently. So I think that's mm. probably been my low, but then also it's kind of a high because it means that, yay, yeah, we're yeah, transitioning. That. I think that's part of business though. And you kind of have to acknowledge, I think, those lows that come alongside real highs because I feel like and I I'm actually trying to price at the moment how to talk about this online because there's so much in my business right now that six months ago or a year ago I would have absolutely died for you know the thought of like being fully booked with clients and being able to travel with work and having the podcast how it is and having a team member and being sustainable with my finances like I say all those things and I know that six months ago I would have been like oh my gosh that is the dream but I just think it's so important to acknowledge and this is what I'm realizing is that you get those things mm-hmm. and there's so much that comes alongside that which is so difficult that you didn't there was no way for you to anticipate because you just didn't know yeah and it's not a lack of gratitude and it's not that I don't want those positive things but it's almost just acknowledging like hey glamorizing those certain uh, levels of business or whatever you want to call it as I don't know the right wording there's just so much within that that people don't talk about but then I'm hesitant to share like I feel really stressed and anxious at the moment about business when I know that on paper things actually look really great and they are great do you feel scared to mention it because you feel like you'd be perceived as being like ungrateful yeah and is there also a fear that because you're a human to human business that people your clients might be like oh maybe I should bother her she's like yes you've honestly hit the nail on the head that's the two things yeah so the first is that feeling of like I know that I've got people in my audience who were me I can really resonate with because that's where my business was at and there's people that I follow that do the same thing and it makes me feel this way I'm not saying that I'm now immune to it because I've yeah grown my business a bit so yeah there is that thing of like oh how do you partner the two without seeming ungrateful but still being but you real tell the truth yeah and then there is that other thing which I have talked about a bit before actually my email list is actually where I do most of my like very really vulnerable stuff because it feels a bit safe and I did an email a few months ago about like reasons why I don't want to share what's really going on and the big thing for me is clients because for one of my clients to think that they are the reason that I feel very stressed and anxious which in reality sometimes is what it is I'd never share that because I don't want to put that on them yeah and also like I guess there's a real reality of it could be damaging to your business Mm. which is like really scary to even think about so do you share that stuff in this email thing as of now a little bit yeah it's the email I'm trying to write at the moment is talking about like that idea of it being windier at the top yeah and that like the higher things get it gets you know that this is there's an equal level of the shit stuff that goes along with it which no one that's a really tricky one yeah because I don't 
I, yeah, what you're saying makes sense. I guess it depends why you're doing it. If you find that you're sharing it because it's a release for you and that helps you handle it, mm. then that's probably dangerous because you should yeah. have that elsewhere. That's why you chat to friends yeah. and therapists. But if it's and... more about wanting to be real about your business, mm. then it's a really difficult one. Yeah, I think that's why I feel like I need to process it a lot more before I talk about it. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of it is more just, oh my gosh, I'm feeling this thing. It's I'm almost feel at the moment, if I'm even just mentioning it slightly on stories or on Instagram, I know that I'm mainly doing it because I want people to reply, being like, Me too, I get this as well. It's or okay here's to what's helped me. Yeah. Which is powerful, but I feel that's not something that sits well with me is using my online platform in that way. Yeah. I think I almost need to go through this a bit more so I can understand it, quantify it. And then talk about it in a way that's productive for other people rather than just like, here's all of my feelings and thoughts, anyone else? (laughs) And always just leave that open-ended. I don't think that's healthy for me or for other people. No. Hugely. But that takes like, I think that's quite cool that you can even be reflective enough to kind of realise that and be like, okay, I'm going to consciously hold back on this because I know Mm. it potentially won't be helpful for everyone. Mm. Like, I just think that's quite... That's why it's good to check in with yourself, isn't it? It's why I like this high-low bit because we, I think I do it and I suddenly think, oh my gosh, I don't actually know what my high-low is. And it's like, I should really know what is good and what is bad in my life right now or in my business. I wonder if anyone listening does, though. I don't think that you Mm. would have an instant... That's my hope, is that when people listen to this, they just ask themselves the same questions. Oh, that's cool. As much as they listen to us. What's your high at the moment? Life, business. Um, I think the high is that we've had, like, for the first time, I'm starting to feel a lot more confident in the future of the business so I think because we're like transitioning up it's like for the first time I'm feeling like I can do this this is like possible and it's no longer a question of if it's a question of when Mm. did you go through that like that feeling of like it's not an if thing now it's a I know it's just when I'll get there yes yeah I think that's my natural way of looking at things is like was it like that from the day happen? you were like oh when I'm like this I think so, but I think I never quite believe myself. Yeah. Like, you know, when you feel like you're just saying something and you're like, you're really having to talk it over because you're just like, I think I'm 99% sure I can. But I I think it was only until I begun to get evidence of that, that I was like, okay, I do believe it. Exactly that. I feel like I'm starting to feel like I'm not lying to myself anymore. That's a good place to be in. It's an amazing place to be in. Because a lot of business is that, not fake it till you make it, but that idea of just like believing in something that maybe no one else can see or get but trusting that you know well if you didn't like trust and convince yourself that it is possible even if secretly you didn't think it was Mm. nobody would ever get out of Mm. they wouldn't move anywhere yeah that's very true so yeah i think i do think there's some weight into the fake it i know it sounds really sleazy but i do Mm. think there's like weight there yeah i think it's pros and cons to everything isn't it it's all down to perception and how you yeah how you work it in a way that's healthy for you you and your audience uh my high at the moment do you know what i am just feeling and it's so funny because i feel like exactly what we've just done is represent that thing that i'm trying to process of like the the high is also the low and they both can't exist without each other but they're both equally great and equally bad at the same time because my high is that i just feel so grateful that like this is my business yeah i think i'm really having to practice gratitude at the moment because I'm such a like, oh, I want the next thing. I want, I want it to be better. I want it to be bigger. And also because I think you, you never really stop to take things in. I feel like I've, I'm trying at the moment to be a bit better with stopping and being like, oh my gosh, like, you know, six months ago or a year ago, this is the business that I wanted. How amazing that this is a reality. How is that like practice? How are you finding it? Like, what are you finding that practicing gratitude's doing for you? Mm, 
I think it just helps me when I'm having, like I said, with my low, those moments of like, because I have, I do have moments, like my best friend, Beck, that we were talking about, I will text her a couple of times a week at the moment in just a panic of like, I can't do this. I need to stop. This and is, is too much. completely, not that I'm saying, it, is it completely like genuine? You're not just like hyping it up to offload, but in those moments, do you genuinely feel like, I don't know if I can do this? Yeah, I think I've, I've never said, and I wouldn't mean it if I did say, I want to stop this. Yeah, or this is it. But yeah, there are, there's be, even this week, like I've had a couple of, you know, the moments when you're just like, I actually don't think that I can carry on. Or I actually don't. And you know you can in the back of your head. But right there but in that right moment. right in that moment, yeah. you're just like, oh my gosh. And I think for me, I kind of have to take myself out of that and be like, okay, let's almost look at, like take away the emotions and look at the facts of what, you know, even looking at like the basic stuff, like, oh, I'm being able to, travel a bit more and you know stay overnight in places and go to events that are in different places and host podcast interviews with people that I enjoy you know even the smallest things of like oh I got to spend an hour today having a chat with someone and that was really nice yeah I feel like just kind of picking out those little things but it's hard to do isn't it it's not a natural I think it's really cool that you brought that up actually because I think that I'd really benefit from that and that's something I've been trying to do more of recently Mm. as well is to kind of just be like stop being well yeah actually when I get quite like upset and quite stressed and like I don't think I can do it just be like well look how far like you would have killed for this yesterday Mm. and I think that does help yeah and I think you do sometimes need that slap in the face of like yeah get over yourself like this is what you wanted and now you've got it this is what you are to be fucking grateful (laughs) no but I genuinely think that yeah I have to bitch self I have to gratitude bitch self Mm. bitch self bitch slap myself a lot yeah I think it's important you should be like come on let's carry on Sure. that's what you need whining. yeah exactly tough love but then I know some people it's like are you either led by like the carrot or the stick like do you need to be like led by a reward and that's how you work or whereas like, I'm led by sticks so I need to be like hit to carry on basically yeah I'm the same I yeah. was like as you said that I was trying to imagine like how I would be like put into action by mm. like a, a reward mm. and I just wouldn't you just need to tell me like Sasha you're fucking up <laughs> that's the only <laughs> way work that... harder yeah no seriously yeah, literally is it. otherwise I'm not gonna move yeah I feel you with that well that was a good highlight I feel like we got quite intense in- yeah intense feeling ready for our conversation starter I'm so ready. Okay, this week's conversation started. It's more of a statement slash a state of mind than it is a question. Okay. All right. <laughs> I know that I probably, that probably hasn't like, helped you prepare at all. <laughs> Literally. You're like, what is she about I'm to say? I'm looking at it like... Um, it's something that I think we could probably both... Well, I hope we both relate to because we're about to chat about it for a while. Okay. Um, and it's the idea of my business is my everything. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. I feel like from the Skype call we had and from just seeing the way that you work and obviously knowing the way that I work, this is something that is very true for us, this Uh. statement, Um, as much as you maybe would like to not admit it or maybe working on it. Um, And I think particularly when you're starting out, however long that phase looks like for you, I still feel like I'm starting out. Things feel, your business does feel very consuming and it feels like you're everything. I think also when you have quite a personal brand, this statement is quite true. Um, and I feel like it's something that is different for everyone, but I think it's not always something that's very intentional. It happens. And then you almost get yourself in this place of like, okay, my business is my everything. What does this look like for me? How do I maybe change this a bit? Mm-hmm. What does this mean for me? So talk to me about that from your perspective. Like, was that something for you that you were very intentional about? Did it just happen naturally? Was there a moment where you were like, shit, this all feels a bit 
consuming. It, so my first thought when I heard you say that was like, oh God, that's me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it did creep up on me because it started up being like, oh, this is like um, my business. Like I really want to give it stuff. And it was like super exciting. Mm. And then when I gave up work to do this, it suddenly became everything as it should have. So like, I do think there's an element of like, if you really want it enough and you're starting at the beginning and you're able to, your business pretty much should be everything. Mm. Like, you need to do that for it to get to a certain place. Yeah. But I think there's a difference between my business is my everything, i.e. it's my number one priority or I prioritise it a lot, Mm. versus my business is my identity. Mm. And I think what's happened is that I've gone from my business is my everything to all I am is my business. And that's a dangerous switch. Mm. That's a really interesting differentiation there the difference between my business is my everything and my business is my identity yeah because it's definitely the identity stuff that's where it messes you up yeah and I feel like I've started to get into like the my business is my identity stuff okay and then it's like oh crap I need to like actually have a life outside of this Mm. to the extent where I don't know but it's almost like so if I'm meeting like new well it's just like because it's all consuming and it's what I do all day it's like sometimes I panic like do I even have anything to talk about Mm. as in outside of it it almost feels like when I'm bringing the conversation back to that or something like that yeah I feel safer and more comfortable yeah and that's when I was like oh crap like this is a problem now like Mm -hmm. you need to Mm -hmm. you need to bright so I've actively kind of put some time in to try and make it Mm. less so I'm happy for it to be my everything my number one priority but I do think it's dangerous when it becomes like all you are especially to your personal relationships as well because it's yeah. like that's not who all you are you're also mm. a daughter and you're a friend and you're a um so I don't know if you like are on the edge mm. of that or not at all or I don't know yeah let's talk about the relationship stuff okay. like friends family I feel like when I say relationships I just mean any and everyone whereas obviously some people just think that means like boyfriend girlfriend oh. I just mean like relations when I say whole. relationships I just mean people I care about yeah me yeah. too okay Cool. now people know um because I feel like that whole my business is my everything and my business is my identity for both of those statements and just for having a business as a whole I think the way that that interacts with your relationships is such a, yeah it's such a big thing but something we never seem to talk about and I've done it here on the podcast I did an episode with Beck where I talked about her perception of my work and how oh, that impacts wow. our friendship I did an episode with my ex when we were together about what he thinks of my work and how it impacts our relationship wow. and I feel like it's just something that I don't know I've experienced it so much within my business like how much what I do has impacted the people around me and the relationships I have with them but I just don't see it as something that we acknowledge much do you ever feel like you're and I don't mean you I mean like the royal you yeah do you ever feel that you're potentially a bit that we as the business people mm. or as in people doing anything can be a bit selfish yeah and I think so and I think when I was talking about my identity I had to check myself mm. because I think I was being quite selfish in what I was putting on my friends and family yes because I thought about the way that I kind of slapped myself out of it was I was thinking about one of my friends um who I loved a bit she's a dentist mm. and I thought and I felt a bit I was starting to feel resentful I was like oh my group chat like people aren't really asking me too mm. much how like how my days are they don't know what I'm going through like it's horrible out here me 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 Mm-hmm. and then I realized like when have I ever been like oh so how was it you know being a dentist today mm. how were the teeth mm. like never mm. and but suddenly just because I've decided to leave full-time employment and start something on my own yeah I felt like I'd become quite entitled mm. to expect 
just because I'm going through a harder situation, I put myself in it. Mm. So I suddenly expect all my friends to suddenly take an interest in this employment career part of my life. Yeah. When our friendship wasn't really like that from the start. Yeah. And I think it's that kind of unspoken expectation which really messes things up. Yeah. Because you're not always aware of it. Like, I know that, and I don't say you as in, again, the royal you, because um, I feel like this is just from within, like, my life, when I've had situations like that where I've suddenly gone like, oh, why do I feel really awfully about you? Or why has maybe this relationship deteriorated? It's I then kind of check myself and I'm like, oh, okay, I expected that you would really get alongside me and ask the right questions and understand what was going on. And of course, to an extent, friends as all friends do, should have an invested interest in your life and that is fine. But I think there is sometimes that like unspoken expectation that almost you don't realise it's there until something goes wrong and you're like, oh my gosh, okay, maybe this is something that I need to deal with. Yeah, you don't really have to evaluate it until something breaks and then Mm. you're like, oh crap. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think it's a really sticky thing and I do think that one of the things that I've learned is that, yeah, I had to completely check myself mm. and I realized that when you're having well for me as well I don't know if this is for you but you get tunnel vision because you're so obsessed and you've got so much riding on this one thing and it's mm. your baby and that I feel like you can have complete tunnel vision and I kind of got to a point where I was like Sasha you're being a dick like you're not necessarily checking in like when was the last time that you called like your best friend and was like hi how are you which I do but like when have you like properly like really yeah. thought about it and been a hundred percent in the moment of spending yes. time and being there for them. Yeah. And I've always been that kind of person and I noticed like, oh crap, like it's gone from being 100% like there to like 60% because I'm daydreaming about mm. new card designs. Yeah. And I think it's that all consuming element of my business is my everything, which kind of plays that big part because there is almost no, there's almost no room in your head for, for any of these things to take place, yeah. whether it's relationships, whether it's even like hobbies, yeah. Like, I feel like I cannot tell you something that I do outside of work, but, so you, which isn't work. You know how you said there's no place in your head? Mm. Like, do you think that's a choice? Like, do you think we could make space? Yes. Or do you think that, yeah, so... Yeah, well, I think I'm really glad you touched on when you started talking about this topic, the idea that actually I don't... And this is why I'm always conscious of conversations like this, because I know that if I'd... If, you know, some of the podcasts out there, which I'm absolutely fine they're probably just not for me where they talk a lot about balance and finding space and your business not taking over and I really respect that but I genuinely think in order to have built my business to what it is that is what I needed to do and I remember in the early days and I still do this now like working crazy days and not taking much time off and I was moaning to someone about that and they said well you're starting a business that should be what you're doing like yeah shut up and put up yeah and of course you know again conscious of the people out there that actually that isn't the only way to build a business but I think if you're really clear on what you want to build and you can acknowledge the fact that in order to build that in the way and the time frame that you want to build that it is okay to make the choice for your business to be everything in order to do that yeah but I think then like you said there's that differentiation between okay it's my everything but here are the things that maybe I put in place to make sure it's not my identity and it doesn't seep out into all these other areas of my life yeah I completely agree with that and I think mm. you're, the only thing I thought that just popped into my head um is I agree like if we're gonna like you said like you have to put every you have to make it everything at the start mm. but also I guess what I would say to myself was right now like I work quite hard on my business I spend a lot of time but if I'm really honest with myself I still spend like a couple of hours each night where I just mong out in front of the tv because I feel like I need that Mm. but I could still 
kill my business and those hours I could put and invest into the other things that I actually really give a shit about so like my friendships that I really care about so I can make the time and mm. so I it just need to be more disciplined yeah so one of the things I'm trying to do now is be like yeah still 100% do my business but also force myself to take some of the other time that would have mm. been my unwind time yeah and put it into like these relationships investing in things yeah yeah I think that's a really healthy way of looking at it because I think a lot of the time we go with that narrative of like I don't have time I don't have space I don't have whatever whereas actually it's shifting that narrative to like I am choosing not to make space and time for this exactly and that. seeing at it from that angle of like okay well like my business you can get to the point where your business is running you and I think that's when you almost have to be like, you check in and just feel like, all right, I need to stop feeling, you know, because the reality is I could spend, and you could too, most people listening probably could as well, spend every single hour of the day working their businesses because there's always more to do. 100%. Like I never, probably haven't felt this in the last year at least, shut my laptop and thought, well, I've done all of the things that I need <laughs> to do. I've done, I can't remember the last time I finished a to-do list. I can't remember the last time I went to bed and didn't feel a little bit anxious about the things that I didn't manage to get done that day Mm -hmm. and I think you almost have to get out of the mindset of like I stop when I'm finished and actually just think I stop when I need to or choose to and I don't let my business run me yeah because I think there is always more to do and you almost have to acknowledge that that's always just going to sometimes be a feeling you have to get used to that feeling of Mm. constant I guess yeah the constant like slight anxiety of there is always going to be another well for you there's always another client meeting there's always going to be an email there's always going to be mm. do you find it are you more comfortable with that now are you more used to it yeah I think for me and maybe you'd be the same you almost have to see the negative impact of not choosing to do that so like if I definitely early on would just follow all of those intuitions of like okay well I need to just finish all of my work before I finish up for the day and I need to do all of these things and I need to just keep working until I'm done I think I almost had to realize how negative that was for me friendships hobbies mental health whatever run into that brick wall and then be like oh okay and then you almost have that self-awareness yeah I think a lot of things come back to that self-awareness of like oh okay this is actually a normal thing or this isn't going to change or this doesn't change even if I put in two extra hours of work every night maybe I just find a way to live with that exactly that like it doesn't make Mm. a difference you could work an extra six hours but that's still going to be there have you ever experienced a time where it's like I almost don't want to take a day off because I don't know what life looks like when I'm not working or I don't know what that yeah I think um, I don't want to project if that's not something you relate to no um, I do relate to that because and less so now because I've like actively gone out of my way to like change that situation but I think that's when I found that the business was kind of seeping into my identity so it was like oh I've kind of sort of used it as an excuse now to not do social things I've almost now decided that oh no I can't because I'm too busy with my business like Mm. uh, that sounds so wanky but it was wanky frankly um obviously I'd never said it like that but in my head I was like and I realized that actually I'm using it as an excuse because maybe I feel a bit nervous I feel a bit weird about this um so 100% and I think it's such an easy thing to fall into so if you kind of make a conscious effort which is what I've been doing for a while now and it's much better Mm. is plan things in where you care about like investing your time so I'll plan in now Mm. like I've got certain relationships I really care about so I'm like okay I'm going to spend x amount of time so I can't use it Mm. as an excuse but I think it's really easy to blur the line between like genuinely hustle working hard and then almost using it as an excuse to avoid situations oh my gosh that's so true because it feels a bit pie like don't you feel a little bit 
there's the ego shot like every time you're like if you can say like the reason I'm not doing it is because I'm just I'm hustling and I'm just building a business like yeah that's like a, almost like a get out of jail free card yeah it's so true I yeah. literally used it the other night on one of my did friends. you see yeah I was out Wait, for drinks gonna hear this? no 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 she won't listen to the podcast okay, um and she wouldn't mind either she probably I think my friends are probably used to it um <laughs> <laughs> my friends in group chats now when I say oh I can't make it or I think I might be late they won't even uh, someone will ask oh why and then someone else just replies like it's going to be work isn't it and I think I've, and I think again there is sometimes it's good to acknowledge there's probably a bit of pride in that of like oh yeah, yeah. it's important but the other night I was out for drinks and it was oh this is really bad to admit I'm going to seem like such a dickhead it was coming up to 9pm so it was Love Island time <laughs> I was with um I won't name the other friend well I was with Beck everyone knows Beck um and we were out for drinks with these other two people and we basically said um she texted me oh this makes me seem like such a dickhead she basically texted me like I want to go and watch Love Island and we'd already been out for drinks for a couple of hours yeah. it's not like we would be ditching so then it was just a bit of a get out of jail free car because I was like, like oh, oh I need work. to go and do well, exactly more work. that the way that you can fall into it is because saying like oh I've got to go because I've got to work is completely socially acceptable versus like I've got to go because there's a program on that I really want to watch yeah I've got to go because I want to watch <laughs> I genuinely feel like if you'd have said like I've got to go for Love Island like isn't that okay yeah probably I feel like that probably is okay probably but you know that if you say work it's 100% safe yeah it's just easy yeah it's like having like a secret weapon yeah and, and just, it becomes your thing yeah like and, I'm so conscious of when I don't know when I meet new people I almost don't really have I feel like I'm not if I'm not allowed to talk about my work or if I feel like they're not interested I'm genuinely like I really do not know what to say so I felt that and that's when I realized that it was seeping from being like my everything to, to your identity. my identity yeah and that's when it gets scary mm. so I what did like, you do to combat that mm. Well, I'm combating it, mm-hmm. but I had to get over myself a little bit. So I have mm-hmm. to mentally tell myself a few times a day, like, no one gives a fuck about your business job. Um, yeah, that is so true, isn't it? Because I get so excited when people ask me what I do, because I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, they're literally just about to think that I am the most incredible person I've ever met. <laughs> and then I say it and they don't care. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> no <laughs> Did worries. Did you hear me? Let me yeah. say it again. Sorry, let me just say it once uh, So I started at 17 <laughs> um, and here's the stats. And you're just like, they do not give a frick. Um, do you know what's really good for that? My nan, like, she literally doesn't give a shit about movie business. Like, she's super supportive in her own way. But I called her last night and I was like, oh, I'm doing this podcast. Like, I'm really excited. She's like, yes, yeah, so anyway, I don't like to watch NCA anymore because Donozo is really arrogant <laughs> like, literally you're just like fair enough every time but you need that no, it's the best thing you need those straight talking yeah. people who can be like nobody cares as much as you yeah you in need so to many allow ways that's beneficial to like straight you need to allow people to feel comfortable enough to just mm. tell you to shut up yeah um because I need that and so a lot of like my friends my family they'll just be like so she's talking about Cheeky Zebra again and everyone just look at her until I shut up yeah so, like on my family dinners now if I bring it up it's like a there's like a count and it's like you done and then they're quite savage about it but, but they're supportive good. in the right yeah. way yeah yeah exactly i get that so i think having people that will tell you straight like allowing people to say look when i'm getting a bit much mm. tell me mm. trying to recontext it in your head and thinking like i'm that girl at the party that's talking about their accountant job that no one cares about yeah is if you frame it like that yeah you don't want to be that some, yeah and then also thinking like what do i have to talk about at a party that isn't just my business mm. might force you to then go out and either do other things Be a bit more interesting but yeah have something else to say yeah I think that's so true yeah I was just thinking about that in my head like that idea of almost you have to if you just let things happen 
it gets to the point where business is everything. If you're of the mindset, I think that we have, I think some people naturally, it doesn't become everything, but I think possibly the way that we work, if we're not careful, it does. Yeah. And I think there is sometimes that you have to shift your mindset away from, well, that's just what it is. So I'm going to carry on, but actually realize that you play a really proactive part in adding interest to your own life and it's that idea of like your life doesn't happen to you oh this sounds so cringe but like your life doesn't happen to you like you are the master of it and the thing is it does sound cringe but it's also very true Mm. like you don't realize it until all of a sudden you find yourself in like a social situation and you're like shit I don't know what to talk about or like I went clubbing a few weeks ago and I was like I have not been clubbing since I was 18 and I was like okay like I don't feel bad about that because I literally hate clubbing but it was sometimes that moment of like oh I'm actually having fun And then I'm like, oh, wait, I don't need to wait for the random thing to come up where someone else invites me for me to do something that isn't work, that's enjoyable. Yeah. Like, it's my choice. You've had fun, so you could make Mm. more of that fun. What are your hobbies outside of work? Well, that's... I feel like I'm speed dating you. I don't have an answer for that. But to be fair, I've always been quite boring. I just want to put that out there. So, like, Mm. I remember when... You know, like... Oh, by the way, I wasn't going, mm, because I agree with you. I I was thinking about it for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Alison's here, like, yeah, I've met you five minutes. Yeah, you are dope. You know, like, when you go for, like, a Saturday job and they're like, what your hobbies and interests? I've always hated that because I don't feel like I've ever had, like, a great... Okay. Like, I've never been that girl that just, like basketball okay or ballet basketball. or jazz i don't know why i said basketball okay you know, yeah i just copy and paste my childhood what, what? ones what so do you I'm mean so like, what were your childhood ones um it's gonna make it sound very pretentious i promise i'm not middle class um sailing no you are and horse riding <laughs> 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 sorry i can't breathe <laughs> Oh, and cross country running. Can you stop? My favourite part about that whole thing <laughs> is like, I'm not middle class. Oh, you're upper middle. <laughs> no, definitely not. I'm not. <laughs> My favorite, I'm so ordinary. Shut up. My grandparents just. My I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm stopping. I think we should leave it as that. I think that you could probably fix it and make it normal. But I feel like this is just better. Yeah. I'm dying. It's like on your CV when you lie about like I've I would got like none of that crap. I'm like, pretty sure my CV still has on it that I like running, or that I you know you put on it like oh I did two half marathons and I'm pretty sure I walked both of them, but you just put you it just on put there. It. I've got was... none of that, so I've always been like it's because I always thought I was too cool for extracurricular activities. I'm be honest, I'm too gonna, cool. I thought it was too cool. I was like, but what do you mean? You think often the cool kids did like sports? Oh yeah. So in my head, like my way of like dealing with not being cool, it's like. I'm not, like, going to hang around school for extra. Like, why? Yeah. Why would I do that? I'm so cool. Losers. And, like, yeah, literally. I was like, you're going to stay here? Why? Like, it was just... I don't think we would have gone at school. Oh, no, I was horrible. Um, But... <laughs> <laughs> no, not because you're horrible. You oh, just, no, but I was You horrible. just thought I was a dork. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I used also... to stay on a Tuesday night for Latin club. But I think I secretly envied all these people that do all this stuff. Okay. Maybe I secretly envied it, and that's why I was so, like, oh, that's awful. Like, what Got do you it. mean you stay there? I so, like, that. I have no, nothing. Like, I can't even play a recorder. It's crap. <laughs> like, <laughs> that that's your level of, like, do I have hobbies? Can I play a recorder? No. Okay. Maybe you should pick a hobby. Like, what? But also, I think there is sometimes judgment around needing to be really interesting. Because genuinely, I think I sometimes feel like I might disappoint people because outside of my work I enjoy a very dull life I don't like eating exciting food I literally just like staying at home and hanging out on my own I don't do all these like flashy things and I think that's okay okay so here's what I think it is based on what you just said 
I don't, I think I don't equate you having cool hobbies as making you an interesting person. Mm. I think I decide that if I can have an interesting conversation with you and we can talk about deep stuff or funny stuff or you make me laugh, Mm -hmm. then I'm suddenly like, oh, you're really likable. I don't, I don't think that if someone tells me their interest, like their hobbies or interests, that's not like a point. Actually, I think it's because none of my friends, like I've never had any friends where we bond over shared experiences. Like, oh, this is my Mm. horse riding friend or this is my friend and we both like, what was your other one? Sailing. <laughs> this is my sailing friend. Yep. Um, yeah, so because usually all my friendships are like, we just have a, a dark sense of humour and we both like, yeah. and we share trauma. Like, I don't mean I the shared trauma, I just mean like, we'll share like deep stuff for each other mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I'm like, I don't, yes, yeah, so I don't think that interests and stuff mm-hmm. are very... That's like, good though. Do people ask, you, do people no, ask interests and stuff now? No. I think I'm just dipping my toe in the world of online dating and it's just really freaked me out. Oh God. In terms of really th- overthinking my qualities outside of work I'd love to see you on a date I think it was so funny absolutely not I think I'm just so when I was working at the law firm one of the guys I worked with he's really sweet he's really hot and and then his name was Jack and then he took me on a practice date because we thought that I should probably try and have a life oh my gosh I love that he had a girlfriend like it was totally fine like we were just friends and then it was hilarious and halfway through he was like Sasha you're doing awfully and I was like (laughs) You need that though sometimes. He was like, Sasha, I feel like I'm being interrogated and I've been a bit oh, scared. Oh, really intense. <laughs> I was like, oh. Well, I think when you're quite, and I say you and I speak about both of us, possibly quite like intense and driven people, you almost, maybe? I'm quite I, direct. Yes. I'm just like, I want to get straight to it. Yeah, I don't I can't deal with like, fluff. Yeah, I'm exactly like that. And maybe like the fluff's the good bit. Oh. Mm. It's like when I match with someone and they just want to like flirt. And I'm like, no, I just want to know, like, that what podcast like... do you listen to, what your interests, what your ambitions. Okay, but what you've just said makes it sound like <laughs> you just want to bang because you're just like, they just want to flirt. And I don't think that's what you meant. Wait, what do you mean? You were like, oh, when I talk to people on, like, dating apps and they just want to flirt and I just want to get right to it. <laughs> right to <laughs> what? Right to it with, like, who they are as a person. Right. I feel like that's... But then also, I did put on, this is really going down a tangent, I'm going to have to bring this back in a minute, but I did put on my dating profile about um, running a business, Mm because I have some mild experiences of guys that don't hugely support women who are quite intense in terms of their work. Okay. Weirdos, but fine. Um, So I put it quite, like, clearly on my profile that I run a business, and it's a big part of my life, because I'm like, I need them to know that. But that means that often people's opening question is literally what's your business Uh, and I feel like a obviously I'm asking for it's literally on my profile but then I'm just a bit like think of something better please uh, you someone like I feel like you're quite hard to like how would I slide into your dms like I feel like you that's that's quite hard like you did literally say to them I have a business and then they come up to you and be like so tell me about your business and you're like try harder (laughs) (laughs) Sasha I've got high expectations no I'm getting that right should we bring it back to the conversation starter please (laughs) talking about the whole like my business and everything thing I feel like something within this which maybe is where it becomes maybe actually does just exist in the whole my business is very consuming is when there becomes a real like bleed between your personal life and your business life and the two feel very connected and I think there's real pros to that I think especially when your business really requires you to be a success particularly if you have a fairly personal brand or if you work one-on-one with clients or if like you being the face of your business is what people connect with obviously engaging personally with your business is a really powerful thing but I think when there's maybe not boundaries or structure around that if say something goes wrong in your personal life which is what I talked about in episode 60 something with Fee and your business is great 
that can be a really hard thing to deal with. And likewise, if your personal life's going great, but something goes wrong in business, when the two feel really connected again, that's a hard place to be in. Do you think that's a business-specific thing? Or do you think that's, like, relevant to anybody? So say somebody's at work, like my aunt, for instance, she's had a rough time at work recently, Mm. and it's just going to bleed into your... Mm. personal life do you think it can be more so yeah I think it's true probably for I obviously we can't speak for like other people's situations but I think when you run a business there's maybe a bit less structure around that because there's no like there's no one telling you you're done for the day that's true or there's like if work is really consuming like when you were getting 500 orders a day there was no boss to be like it's okay here's the decision we're going to make you can stop for the day because you need a break and we're going to get someone in to come and help with it tomorrow example that's fair or likewise if something's going kind of horribly in your personal life there's no one to say like you know no worries maybe just take take the afternoon off take it easy do what you need to do I feel like it's maybe amplified when you you run your own business because it is just you yeah no I think you're completely right do you find a way of dealing with that like I don't know what the answer is to that like generally I don't know how people deal with that yeah is that something you've experienced yeah so um without like going into details but like something quite bad happened like personally Mm. and it massively stressed me out because I also this was around the time we had the 500 orders to do okay and it was like oh crap I can't do both and mm. I physically have to do both because mm. if I can't find a way to deal with the personal thing, it's horrific. I need to be there for that. But also, if I don't physically get these orders out, we could go out of business completely. Yeah. And um, the sad truth is, is, like, you just have to do it and just die afterwards. Mm. So I sort of just did it, put my feelings on hold. Yeah. And then for about two weeks after, I had, like, a massive come down. And mm. I think I was just emotionally a bit fucked. Mm. But for those for the while you're in it you sort of just have to deal yeah it's like that that sorry no carry on no I just don't think there's any magic I don't know if there's any better way of dealing I think you just have to just get through it no that's kind of I've said in every episode that's why I like this structure of the podcast because there's not that as much as it's helpful to share like what we've learned from it and how we dealt with it really my intention for this is more just shared experience because I think there is no blanket answer to a lot of things but knowing that someone else has been through it or hearing someone else's perspective I think sometimes just helps somewhat even when you know no one can take the problem away no one can quickly solve it knowing that you're not the only one who's going through it makes a difference yeah I find it reassuring like even doing this with you has kind of given me a bit of reassurance because I never really connect with like other people doing anything similar Mm. so just to know like oh actually this is kind of part of the process I find like I think it's quite nice yeah and I think what you're talking about there I've definitely experienced as well is when your business needs something different from you than your personal life does and what I mean by that is if you're going through something really shit in your business or say shit in your personal life is an easier example, your personal life needs you to maybe take some time off and practice some self-care or, you know, work through your feelings or sit with the feelings even, just sit and be sad for a few days. But when your business is asking something completely different of you, like for you to be making loads of loads of orders, working really hard, showing up with your face, talking to camera on stories, whatever, I think it's that dual almost pull you can get whiplash yeah you can get like emotional whiplash Mm. I wonder how you do it so when you've had like a really down day personally Mm. and then you're on because you're so active on your stories Mm. what do you do because I've had some days where I've been really down and I feel a bit like I don't want to post anything Mm. and I do my stories like you off the cuff I don't plan them so how do you do you just kind of 
stick us not in an inauthentic way yeah, yeah, yeah. but you just find something small to smile about or something mm. that might be engaging first up you're a much better podcast host than i am because you're asking a lot of questions <laughs> sorry i'm like i'm just not used to it but it's i appreciate it because i'm just i, I want to know your easier. brain i love that um yeah i guess on a macro level like day to day random things i just won't talk on stories and i won't post something but i've never not seen you not talk on stories mm, you'd or no you probably just won't notice it no i'd know it i haven't i'd notice i stalk you how intense are you no but if there was i'm a big believer like nothing gripes me more than the idea that you have to post xyz times every day every week wherever it is to keep up your business i like which is as much yes there is truth within that but i am a big believer particularly when you have a personal brand that if you're not posting out of an intention to share or to entertain or to help or to inform or to connect I think what's the point in doing it it doesn't help you it's a horrible thing to do to try and force yourself to chat when you don't feel like you want to and I think your audience notices like you would notice if I went onto stories and showed my face and chatted and when I wasn't in a good place maybe people wouldn't care hugely but it would make an impact so for me, I always give myself the permission if I, you know, maybe the days where I'm not feeling good, I'll just do typing stories and I won't show my face and I won't talk to camera. Or I'll talk about things which are quite kind of fact-based. So I'll maybe promote the latest podcast episode and I won't share what's actually going on. I think that's really refreshing to hear. Just hearing you say that's like felt like a bit of a weight's lifted off my shoulders a bit because mm. I do feel a lot of pressure. And it's not as though like anyone wants to hear from me. I just feel pressure to like try and keep it up so people don't forget we exist essentially mm, yeah. um so actually that feels nice because I guess on those days I could potentially do a bit more of a product post versus yeah or even I'm quite lucky sometimes I can just bang a meme up there yeah people love it um I love it yeah it's a good meme um and then that way I'm not being disingenuous but mm. I also don't want to have to be like guys I'm down like why why do they need to know yeah it's a great helpful. day like that's not adding any yeah. value to anyone's life yeah and then on like a bigger scale which I've talked about a few times I feel like a bit of a broken record with it but when I went through through it was a very similar um like way that I dealt with it as it sounds like you did with what happened recently um went through a breakup a week before launching the retreat last year and it was that moment of like and again I'm not saying this is how everyone should deal with situations like this is just how I did it is I just said look my business right now needs me to show up in order to do what I want to do I'm going to choose to make this decision and that decision meant slightly neglecting my Feeling. feelings and whatever else for a couple of weeks and then crashing after that point and dealing with that then and it almost it's that idea of like just like you kind of have to disconnect from it and be like okay I'm just doing this because I need to do it and that's how I'm almost carrying on there'll be people who might like say that seems really unhealthy or whatever yeah but actually I just think it's quite real and like sometimes you just have to do it yeah and actually I'm sure that when you crashed it was awful but yeah it always is isn't it and Mm. like yeah and so actually in those situations I think you shouldn't beat yourself up for whatever you decide to do Mm. and if you do decide like fuck it I'm just gonna hide my feelings in a box right now and I have to show up right now Mm. cool yeah so it's that thing of like just you do you yeah and trust your gut instinct and trust that you know what's best for you and your business and if you need to prioritize one or the over the other right now do that and if it doesn't feel like you can even understand what they are then maybe that's a position where you need to separate the two and try and understand where they both sit. Because actually, if you didn't have done your retreat, like that would have been yeah, I, I would have just ending. Like, could you, you couldn't have just not done your retreat? No. Like, and if I hadn't had that launch going on, I would have just taken a week off of Instagram. Yeah. And I, I just wouldn't have shared anything from that perspective. 
self-care let's touch quickly before we finish this conversation started on self-care because uh-huh. I feel like this whole my business is my everything and my business is my identity thing a big part of what that can build into is burnout and whether that's burnout in a big sense of like needing to take time out or whether it's just that everyday burnout of like actually I'm just feeling mentally uh-huh. or emotionally or physically in a really bad state give me some examples of what does kind of everyday or weekly or whatever self-care look like for you uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, when we go this I don't is know. funny just because it's something that I'm really working on at the moment because I realized that I have no self I didn't have any self-care in place but um so some of the things that I am doing are so silly things but taking the time to like get my eyebrows done mm-hmm. taking the time to like you know like when I don't know if you find this but working on my own I spend a lot of time like in a room on my own I'm clean I've showered but I'm like oh I've got shit to do and I kind of I don't just always stopped. shower I just well yeah exactly my hair's a mess I will greasy from days but mm-hmm. um I'll wash my body I'll say that but yeah like um, a little quick body wash yeah. <laughs> do you wash your legs um I oh my god I heard this on the radio no yeah. no do you not I, like not on pit well no I'm lying yeah I don't no, know how I, I feel about that people don't wash their whole body like, I'm not judging anyone I put, you sound so judgy I'm putting <laughs> like I put soap like everywhere and then the soaps are sort of like, and they just okay I see that like I use imperial lather there's a lot of lather <laughs> imperial lather <laughs> I feel I'm like you're, you're backing yourself into a corner here of being judged <laughs> I feel like no one's I'm sorry guys in advance I'm just sorry um so you have a shower I have a shower wait my self-care is me saying I had a shower no that's not right what I'm but having a shower say, can be self-care yeah wait where are we going we're not going to the same place okay, okay. never mind you go no you said having a shower can be self-care and I was like do you not think it can be? It, what do you mean? I thought you mean like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Just say it out loud. We'll edit it out if it's weird. No, I feel like that you were trying to say like the shower head. Oh my God. And I was like, oh my God. She's saying that. And I was like, okay, we went there. She went there. I didn't know what to do. But you, <laughs> from your face, guys, she didn't mean that. And so now. No, she just meant to have it like shower falling on my head washing my body having a shower that's not what i thought you meant oh my god i was like what what we're gonna have to keep that in right so basically the end of my story is um when you work by yourself you can quite easily give up on your appearance so actually reminding myself to make a bit of effort Mm. i actually started putting like makeup on each day and actually it made me feel better Mm -hmm. it made me feel a little bit better about myself so there's that Mm mm-hmm I also now plan something fun with my best friend. So I'm like, this week, we're going to do this activity. That's quite nice. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of as far as I've got with it at the moment. I like that. What about you? Um, Other than <laughs> showering. Absolutely nothing with a shower head, aside from washing myself. Oh my God, I'm mortified. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first of the podcast. Um, self-care. I feel like, again, I'm going to give that annoying answer of like, I'm still trying to figure out how to work it into my everyday but yeah this it for me it's the very simple everyday stuff so taking time to read my book mm-hmm. when I wake up don't do it every day but try my best um try my best not to like listen like this sounds really weird but not constantly engaging with business talk all the time because I just live my whole life listening to podcasts and audiobooks I do exactly the same mm. and I'm glad you've said that because it just reminded me the biggest thing that I've done recently is I bought a new phone so I'm going to split 
my business phone for my like personal that. phone because having them two together I sometimes feel like I'm being bullied by my own phone I love that and I realized it's fucking up my mental health mm. because I also watch like Netflix before I go to bed on my phone mm. and so it's that same phone that has emails and business stuff on it yeah and actually I'm never having a break from it so I actually yeah. that's a really good shout for yeah people. and self-care can be that practical of not doing something or just adding a really simple thing that you really enjoy into every day. I don't think it always has to look super dramatic. No, it and doesn't. And then I feel like friends plays a huge part. So like having Beck, who now lives with me, makes a real big difference. And that's been something that like has happened to me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't choose it, but then it happened. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like the best self-care of just having... Your best friend. Someone around just to quickly chat with, or someone who will, yeah, just creating that space that isn't work. So yeah, I'd be interested to know from people, they can get in touch what their kind of go-to self-care is, that everyday stuff that makes a big difference yeah i'd like to know some of those because then we can implement them get in touch and obviously any other thoughts people have on today's conversation starter because i feel like it's a big topic that idea of your business being your everything and i really love what you said at the start of the differentiation between it being your everything and your identity so i feel like it'd be interesting to hear from people kind of their experiences of that and what that's looked like for them yeah definitely oh i just had one other thought and it was just that I'm also curious to know if it's different for people that have businesses and have kids because I feel like if you've got children Mm. they're of a huge priority and they probably force you to have boundaries anyway Mm -hmm. because actually I assume like your kids are like the biggest priority if not equal and I wonder if that creates instant boundaries. Yes and people can actually listen to I'm finding a podcast episode on my phone right now that I did with Megan from Blossom and Crumb and she is an amazing cake maker and also a mother and we basically talked about what it looks like for her to run a business and be a mum and that kind of balance and that relationship. So listen to episode number 37 if people want to hear more about that topic because I've talked about that on the podcast. I'll be listening. But also people get in touch because we want to know your thoughts. All right, quick five question time. Okay. So this week, for the first time ever, my co-host, Sasha, has prepared all of this week's quick five questions. I'm really excited. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, right. You have to have a fight. Okay. <laughs> I, love, I love that start. <laughs> so you're in the wild. Mm-hmm. You have no weapons. Mm-hmm. You have to fight with yourself. Either a lion, a polar bear, yeah. or a gorilla. I am fighting these things. Yeah, no weapons. It's a fight. Which one and why? I would go for a polar bear. What? Why? (laughs) Because, this might be a bit sad, polar bears are getting a bit weaker because of global warming. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe it wouldn't be as strong because it hasn't had food food recently that's genius that's strategic i, I take it back no i think that's brilliant what would you have picked i would have put the lion because i thought the about lion. wait you know when you really think about it those bears can do everything bears yeah they intense. can climb they can swing they can run yeah if you think about it properly in comparison a lion's just like a really big dog with sharp teeth how are you gonna kill a lion no but things i could just climb a tree can lions climb trees? Ah, you're not killing. You're not. That's not a, f- a fight. Yeah, but maybe I'll throw a. Big what if it's stone. like the Hunger Games? Like it doesn't end till someone's okay, dead. Okay, so I get up on this tree. Uh huh. And then I find a big rock on the tree. On the tree, <laughs> rocks are always on trees. Yeah. Or maybe I find. I feel like I have time to think in the tree. I like that. Well, both good. good answers. I think for different reasons. Good. Bring us the next one. Right, ready? Yeah. Uh, okay, this one I tailor made for you. <gasps> 
So are you going to answer this as well or just me? Yeah, I can answer it too. Okay. But I feel like uh, it's because we it kind of ties in with everything we've spoke about. So I feel like we might have already answered it. But all right, I'm about to give you, or I could give you, a magic blue pill. Okay. Ooh, why is it blue? I've decided. Okay. I actually know my brand is orange. It's an orange pill. Yeah. It's a bright orange pill. Mm-hmm. Cheekzebra.com. And <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, now, if you take this pill, it will unlock opportunities for your business. Yeah that you wouldn't have had without the pill. Okay. So it's still your work and stuff that will get it there, but these opportunities yeah. would make your business 50% bigger yeah. than you could have ever done on your own. Okay. And these opportunities are wonderful. Right. right? You get to meet people you've always wanted to meet, the whole shebang. Yeah. But. But. <laughs> no, then, but. If you take this magic pill. God, this is an intense, this is not a quick ready? fire question. I really, oh shit. But it's such a good one, please. No, bring it. Okay, yeah, right, I'm fine. loving it. Okay. But if you take the magic pill, you can't tell anybody outside of your work life. You can't talk about your work life to anybody outside of your life. So you literally, so say you get to meet like, you could even meet The Rock for business purposes and it'd be amazing. But you can't talk about it at a party. You can't, even your Insta stories that you love so much, only people that are connected to your business can see them. So like, Beck can't watch them. But the people who, in the community, like everyone knows about you, they're raving. And your business is 50% bigger. Yeah, but what's the point? How? Okay, I've got some logistical questions. Okay. How is my business going to get 50% bigger? Through, like, how do people hear about it if they're not allowed to hear so about it? So, through all these opportunities. So, you meet The Rock in a lift. And but he, I can't tell him about my business. No, you can because it's business related. Right, so you okay. Just, so, what you could meet The Rock in the lift, talk about your business, and he'd be like, here's the opportunity. I want you to run all my, like, do this. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But then you couldn't then, at a party, be like, oh, so I used to work with The Rock. Like, you just couldn't go into detail. Like, you just couldn't talk about it. Do you know what? I think I, think I definitely know my answer. I think I know what your answer is. I'm not taking the pill. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say. Because I have way... My business is probably my identity, and that's an issue. That, yeah. And it is honestly one of my favorite things to ever talk about and it's probably why I don't have many friends these days is because literally all I talk about is my work and that's probably because you love it yeah because I love it. it makes me come alive um so if I couldn't talk about it there'd be issues there and also from like just to make it a bit deep if I couldn't really talk about the negative stuff that's going on because I don't ever talk about the truly negative stuff online or with business friends I wouldn't do that I feel like you can do that Mom, you can talk so many loopholes oh I don't know pill. okay let's just see you can't but I was kind of thinking more around you can't... Just with new people. You can't talk about the social... The, you can't use it as, like, a fun social tool. Oh, okay. I, possibly I would take the blue pill then. I think I'd have to think a bit more about what that blue pill would specifically do for my business. Fair. And if, if I 100% knew that I couldn't get that growth without the blue pill, or if the blue pill's just going to get me things quicker... No, it's not quicker. It's things... It's, it's gonna, just things I could have you never... couldn't have done on your own. Yeah, I might take it. Would you? Yeah, I need to think long and hard, but possibly would. You? Oh, see, I know the right thing to do is to take the pill. Is it, though? But my ego probably won't take the pill. Because no, I quite I like I'm being able to chat on. Yeah. I, it, because it's become part of my identity mm-hmm. in terms of my self-worth is slightly linked to the success of this business yes me too that actually I get a feeling of validation from well only if it's doing well like it's not doing amazingly right now it's getting there but it's not doing amazingly but I get a sense of self-worth from being able to talk about it in situations yes and like that's a bit fucked but it's true yeah and so I don't know if, how I feel like even though I'd have other things to talk about because I'm going to build you know social skills but 
I don't think that yeah, I could deal with not nice talking thing. about it. Yeah, it's a bit I of a like drug it. as well. Like I get yeah. a bit like high off of it when people yeah talk things nice and about it's me. Like, <laughs> it's I'm awful. Like, like actually, that's a separate question. People, um, does anyone find that having your own business makes you a slightly egotistical dick at times? Yes. Did you see my Q and A the other day? Which one? I've only ever done one Q and A, and it felt like the most self centered thing I've ever done. What did you ask? Oh, when you when I forced people to, people ask, to ask, ask me questions. questions. Yeah, no, yeah. I find it really entertaining, but. I finished that and was genuinely had to like. It Did you sounds, feel like you want to high? I no. I had to like kind of sit with myself for a bit of like, how do I feel about the fact that I just possibly, if everyone watched every single one, took about five minutes of people's time to make them listen to questions that they asked about me. I don't know. It just. Oh, I, did you feel like maybe you were, like were being a bit? I was just a bit like. I think I've possibly do you know what I think you can almost ride the wave and then I sometimes do or say something and I'm like oh my gosh that is so I'm such a dickhead (laughs) I kind of need a reality check of like like Beck does it all the time if I I recorded a story in front of her the other day that I put up where I basically said sorry if I didn't answer your question on the Q&A I'll answer it maybe next time and she literally interrupted and just went who do you fucking think you Ah! are like get over and I was like that yep thank you I need it I think everyone needs walking back everyone does like a back in your pocket. She's so good. To just talk about when you fuck up. Good quick fire question. Very well. Enjoyed that. Next one. Okay. You can only have one pack of crisps for the rest of your life. Go. Mm. Like one flavour. Don't really like crisps that much. What? Sorry. What? Mm. Guys. Okay, no, it's still a hard question though. Uh, okay, new question. Can I pick Doritos? Yeah, you does can. That, or like a tortilla crisp. Does, does to that be count? honest, I don't really want to play with you anymore now. I know you don't like crisps. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I'm okay, try again. I would pick tortillas. Okay, ultimate meal deal. Oh, easy. This is going to show how bland I am. What? Um, chicken Caesar salad. Yeah. But I'm taking out the Caesar dressing, the croutons and the cheese. Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just less than chicken. Um, water. <laughs> and a plain dairy milk bar. <laughs> Right, well, this is the end. Do you of want it. to just leave now? <laughs> I'm just going to go home. Do you know what? what? I'm quite, that's not that bad. I'm quite basic too. What would be yours? Okay, so I have this is quite gross actually, but it's what I like. I like a tuna and sweet corn sandwich, mm-hmm. tuna and mayo sandwich. That would be a good option too. I'm having salt and vinegar crisps. Salt and vinegar? Walkers. Oh. It's just what I like. <laughs> too much. Would that be your crisp if you had to? Yeah. Okay. I know it's not a popular choice. It's not even cool, but it's just what I like. But it's good that it's not popular because. Oh, edgy. Oh, no, not that. <laughs> Just thinking about the pride. <laughs> Drink. Uh, orange Duke seed. You've got one like right in front devil, of you. Yeah, I've literally have one next to me. It's the devil's juice. I've never... My mum used to give us that when we were ill. Yeah, I think I've stayed ill for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> You're just in a constant state of illness. It's so bad for you. It's literally just diabetes and a drink. I think that's what I'm going to ask people on, on my Instagram from these quick five questions. What would your ultimate meal deal be? I think it's a good and question. And then I can judge them in next week's episode. I feel like the judgment's going to be... Dazed, Harsh. Yeah, maybe it, at it, you and then at me. You just said like a Caesar salad with most. I just said air, basically. You literally just said lettuce <laughs> and chicken and water. I honestly, I'm just really bland. I really like. I'm a really, really bland, boring, plain person. I don't think so, mm, but I do uh, also think so. Hearing what you've just said, yeah, like I wear the same outfits every single day. All right, takeaway of choice: eat some food, at curry. Guess what? Vindaloo. Okay. A korma. You're a korma. You're a fucking. <laughs> do you want to know what's bad? What? I just order the korma sauce. <laughs> no. I don't even like the chicken. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just no, order no. korma sauce and poppadoms. So on that note, do you think are we about done with the podcast? <laughs> Is that, more? Is that bad? <laughs> you just it's cheap. Me. It's about four quid for a curry. 
It's not a curry. <laughs> it's not, it's no rice it's and there's no meat. <laughs> you, you I like sauce and crisps. <laughs> and I dip the crisp in sauce. Oh my God. Sorry, last question. I think we need to wrap up. I'm just going, in, it's getting worse really. I think that might be the end of me. Okay. Do you have one? I didn't prep any. Have you got any now? I'm just coming to you. Oh my gosh, absolutely not. But I can come up with one. Okay. Um. Okay, full English breakfast. Oh. For the rest of your life, you are... Why are they all food related? Uh, uh, We've really just gone down a tangent, haven't we? Um, you're only allowed three things, three hot parts of a filling English breakfast for the rest of your life. Easy. What? Sausage. Yeah. <laughs> I said that really excitedly. Sausages. Um, oh my gosh, I just realised I didn't have sausage this morning at my breakfast. What? That's my favourite part. Genuinely, are you okay? I don't think so. Sorry. Sausage. Sausage. And then... Obviously the bread, so toast. I don't know if that's an obviously. Are you joking? So I want the sausage, the bread, and then... Hmm. What about butter? Is that guaranteed? No, uh, yeah, it's a condiment. It's fine. You've okay. got that. So it's salt and pepper. So sausages, bread. Fuck it, I want beans. So you would never have an egg for the rest of your life? I could deal with that. No cake. Potato what cake? Egg in. Oh, potato cake. What do you mean cake? No, I mean, the oh. other things you literally cannot have ever again. Oh, yeah, that's fine. But you then I couldn't have that. had a cake though, could I? Because that has all these other ingredients. Oh yeah, that's very true. Okay. Yeah, I'm that. judging your toast choice. I feel well, like that was unnecessary. Uh, egg, beans, sausage. I'm not mad at that. Similar answers. How do you like your egg? Scrambled. All right. You? I like them boiled with runny yolk. <laughs> with dippy soldiers. My nan made me dippy soldiers yesterday. I went over. How old are you, Sasha? Dippy. Um, um, yeah, no, twenty-seven. <laughs> not judging that there. I think that's a great food of choice. It's amazing, and she makes them really nice, <laughs> and she puts them into soldiers. Oh, I love that. This has been a great quick fire question section. I've enjoyed. Very. I'm now really ready for lunch. Can we go have lunch? Yeah, we, we can go have lunch now. Um, but before we go have lunch, we need to tell people where they can get in touch if they have any thoughts on the episode. Ooh, do do do. Where can they get in touch? Well, Sasha, glad you asked. Uh, podcast at alicebenham.co.uk. Mm-hmm. Send an email. Or just go to alicebenham.co.uk forward slash podcast and submit your question, thought, response, anything else there. Great. We'd love to know. You might feature on a future episode. You might not. Oh, <laughs> I feel like I just got dumped. <laughs> I mean, not you. You've already featured on an episode. Oh, I was talking said. to the people oh, right. about their questions. With you. No, As I'm in, sure they will. I'm sure they've yeah. got a great chance. I probably don't. I mean, I don't get any submissions. So if anyone gets mentioned. Have you know, you, you must. I am a bit of a big deal these days, oh, Sasha. Anyway, <laughs> people can also find in the show notes where they can find you, cheekyzebra.com. Yes, cheekyzebra.com. Find it, buy it. Buy love cards, it. they're Follow really it. good, I promise. I love that. Like, really good. And you do really funny Instagram stories. I do. I like often. them. I feel like if people like my Instagram stories, they're going to like yours. Yeah. It's a similar vibe. Although we've now established that I can have boundaries, so maybe I'll never post again. And we're never going to know where you live. Oh, fuck. And if you're ever wrong me, I will tell people, because I do know. That's intense, isn't it? Um, I'd like to know. People can also subscribe, so they never miss an episode. And they can also leave a review with kind words. Yeah, if you've got bad words, don't leave a review, please. No, it's just really annoying. It's unnecessary. It is. You're just spreading hate, and that's not what we're about. Nope. Anyway, we're off to have lunch. Thank you. Good episode. I had fun. Well done.